Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 165 for the week of February 19th, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, with lots of awesome RP Gamer people. First off, I've got John Yearworth. This is actually the 65th take of this opening. <laughs> Roy Burnett. No, it's actually only the fifth, but hello. Emmanuel Marino. You know what? Just start over. Just start the whole thing over. I was supposed to go first. <laughs> and Anna Marie Newfeld. Yay, I'm finally last! <laughs> yes. So, uh, starting the show for like the fifth time today, I'm glad you're all here to join us. If you'd like to come and see the craziness that we have going on when we try to start a show, come to the chat room live, rpgamer.com slash live on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. There's a chat room, there's a streaming video cast, you can watch us and have all sorts of fun uh, watching the cast as it goes live and see all the pre and post show antics. So I got a I got a I got a show for you this week. So let's get into our feedback section. And this is where I need a I need a catcher like feedback. Boom. News of the well, it's not news yet. It's feedback, but yes. Oh. Feedback. Oh, there you go. First off, from Shaman, I've got hello RPG Cast crew. I listened to last week's show while simultaneously playing Chrono Trigger, specifically the Lost Sanctum. Now, in my opinion, Chrono Trigger is the greatest game ever made, but the Sanctum is a four-hour series of fetch quests and unavoidable battles in a game that normally is good about not featuring fest quests and unavoidable battles. Is there a particular part of a game you love that drives you nuts? And the first question I have is, what the heck are you talking about? Because I don't remember any Lost Sanctum in Chrono Trigger. It's in the DS remake. Oh, well... It's a DS it's, remake it's, it's, it's So the, there's your it's thing. The, it's, it, it's the optional post-game dungeons that you can do. Well, that's the issue then. You, you played something made by people who aren't as good as the original, and even the people who are as good as the original have never been able to make something as good as Chrono Trigger when they got together again. So, yeah, you, you just can't count that section. Um, but, uh, yeah, some particular part of a game you love that drives you nuts. Uh, I'd say the dungeons in Persona. <laughs> you mean half Persona? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, this one still Persona drives the nuts. <laughs> I want to, yeah, I want Persona the high school sim. <laughs> I've said this before. The problem is is that most of those sim games end up being a little itchy. Well, okay. They don't have to be, but uh, moving on. Yeah, but 99% of them are. Rady, Rady, Rady. And that's uh, why we play Persona instead of them. So, what else do we have for... What other games do you guys think about that have a part of um, just hating them? No, that's personal How one for me. Heroic Dungeons and WoW right now? Oh. oh, yeah, those are painful. <sighs> yeah. It's like it's like they uh, they decided to just take something that was enjoyable to just do for an evening and turn it into a painful experience of blood, tears, and and nerd sadness i don't know nerd rage <sighs> nerd rage thank you what was your Sorry. other idea john oh actually it's a specific one uh, i mean okay i love the um super robot wars series but i hate bosses with high hp regen and i don't like the fact they keep uh-huh. on throwing them in there any anyone that anyone anything that regens you know for 30 percent of its hp every time you press the turn end button it's just ugh. yeah all right yeah <laughs> Man, is there a game you hate a part of? Oh, uh, the leveling system in Oblivion. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> well, we've already talked about that. You need a mod. Yeah. <laughs> you need a degree to understand it and a mod to make it better. What about Roy? Does he just love all games? Uh, there are lots of games. Uh, I guess uh, one for what I've been playing Dragon Age for recently. <laughs> uh, one part in that game that I just I don't like the part of the game where you have to try and recruit the the forest elves. Oh, okay. It's incredibly, incredibly boring. Ah, I see. Well, you know what I think this guy should do is the next time he's looking for a sanctum that's fun and interesting, he should listen to the RPG Sanctum, the new podcast from RPGamer.com. Find bullet RPGamer.com slash RPG Sanctum, right? Yep, and we just recorded a show yesterday, so it's right on the top of the page. There you go. The relevancy of Square Enix. Go listen to listen. it now. Because he's a racist against forest elves. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a forest elfist. It's one of it's shorter. This lucid one was shorter than our other two episodes, but well, go on there about? and uh, it is us ranting about how we like and don't like Square. So there, basically, it, RP Gamer the website. <laughs> pretty much. It was uh, the the topic was the relevancy of Square and modern gaming world, whether or not they're still relevant and whatnot. As I'm playing two Square Enix games this week. Um, oh, Mindjack? I, did you get Mindjack? No, I did not get Mindjack. Oh, you didn't get Mindjack? Oh, wait, from Mission Evolved? <laughs> no? No. What but the I guess heck I don't is really Mindjack? Remember. I don't even know what Mindjack is. Oh, that's a new third-person shooter from Square Enix where you jack people's minds. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> you know, I have to say, out of all the premises for first-person shooters, and I've heard a lot this week because one of my companies is releasing one that's pretty damn ridiculous oh how does it seriously work? how does it Jacking work into people's as, a, as a side note uh, mind joke was actually developed by uh, an outside developer it was only published by square enix well yeah half of it that's square enix's new thing that's you know we, we're tired of making crazy does. stuff we're gonna have other people make crazy stuff and then publish it in places it doesn't belong you don't belong here. Go away. Yes. It's a third-person shooter video game developed by Feel Plus. Oh, there's a great start. And so if you wish to go on and listen to... Yeah, if you wish to go and listen to various RPG gamer staff members rant about Square for an hour, be sure to check out the latest episode of The Sanctum. Eh, they're still relevant, so I'll save you the time. I but listen to I it. Really talking, you think it's just playing Dragon Quest Six? No, exactly. <laughs> There's probably people on that show with you playing a Square game while you were recording. I bet you. I bet you. All right. So, what else? I'm we playing got? a Square game. <laughs> you are right now. Just yep. Cause Two. Yes. Just just cause. People like Just Cause Two. <sighs> Not Manny, though. Apparently. Just Cause 2 is awesome. Alright. So, uh, oh. As long as you try to actually play the game, but that's a different story. Another piece of feedback we got this week was lots of people wanted other people on the show. Well, I here to tell you that you, I need your help with that. These people need to be told that they want to be, that people want them on the show. So if you have a favorite staff member who you like hearing on the RPG cast, I encourage you to send them an email or send them a message on the message boards, uh, like Seventh Circle, for example, and say, hey, I like hearing you on the RPG cast. Can you be on next week? And he will 
I'm sure love to get that sort of feedback and um, hearing that people want you on a show is what encourages you to be on a show. So if you want people to be on here, uh, give them an email. Even if it's someone you like, like uh, say you want to get the music guy, uh, which whose name I can't even remember. We have so many music guys. Who's the current one? Is it still Vermont? I thought we got a new one. Okay. No, Vermont is the new one. Oh, well, wasn't there a new one else? No, we did. We did. We did try and hire another one, but he vanished. Yeah, so that's why I'm confused. Okay, Fermat, I'm glad to hear you're still here. You're still here, and <laughs> so if you want Fermat to be on, why don't you send him an email? See if he can be on. I've never talked. Oh, to him. but That'd he's on cool. like completely different time zone. Like even uh, worse than you guys. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, he's anyway, in the Philippines. This is my encouragement to have you pick on RP Gamer staff members and bully them <gasps> into being on the podcast. So, um, go for it. <laughs> uh. Anyway, no, seriously, encourage them. If uh, if people don't know that you like them on the show, they, they don't know that it's meaningful to anybody for them to show up. So um, even for the people around the show, if you like listening to them, give them some positive feedback. They like to hear that. So let's see. Uh, if you'd like to give feedback to the show in general, podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. You can email us an MP3 file. We'll play it on the show. You can even call us at 608-729-4098, and we'll play your phone call on the show too. And that's awesome. Uh, no calls this week. Us, oh, I was going to say you can leave us an iTunes review, and I'll read that on the air. Yeah, leave us some iTunes reviews. That'd be awesome. I wonder if I we show, see this though. I, I wonder if check. we show up under uh, uh, RPG now because I fixed that. I want to see our latest review really quick. I know this is a show staller, but last time we read this, they were really really funny. All right, so here we go. iTunes reviews. The most recent one is. Machine, dude, machine, four stars. <laughs> Wait, that's the name. That's the review. <laughs> yeah, title, dude. The the review text is machine, four stars. Dude, wow. machine, February 9th, twenty eleven. I have no idea what that means. Neither do I. <laughs> do we that's even great. want? The question is, do we even want to know? You know. Probably not. So let's move on. Thanks for your iTunes reviews. If you leave us good iTunes reviews, we'll probably start reading those on the show. I love to hear those. Um, and oh, let me read the most critical one really quickly. Not as good. RPGs are my favorite games, but this podcast is not as good as I was thinking. The only thing that makes intelligent comments is Manny. No, le recomiendo este podcast. <laughs> I, I liked it. and hated that review at the same time. I love that review. Manny, you're the man. All right, so let's... Uh, Let's move on to news. First off, we've got Sayuki. That's right. The story that inspired Dragon Ball, a PlayStation game, and Enslaved. Um, the PlayStation game incarnation of that is coming back. And it's uh, going to be on PlayStation Network. Yes, the great Chinese classic Sayuki. <laughs> well, whatever. You'll whatever it was originally called. The monkey and the whatever. The monkey in the tree, yes. Well, it's the monkey, the pig, and the girl who has an old guy who wants to and look at her panties, you know? Tattoo? I don't know. <laughs> the monkey, the girl the with the dragon tattoo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the girl with the dragon balls. All right. So it's going to be pick upable on PlayStation 3 and your PSP for five ninety nine. That's $5.99. And you can I hear play some people it. complain that the game was uh, kind of just okay even when it first came out. Just like a... Sort of mediocre yep. strategy RPG. But it's a tactical RPG, and there aren't that many out there. Well, I guess you'd be playing Magic right now. 
and or you'd be playing Tactics Ogre right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just heard I just heard some mixed things. Did anyone here play it? Hmm? That is some crickets right there. Apparently not. All right. <laughs> uh, how about Divinity Two? Anyone played that? I have. All right. So, are you excited about the 360 version that's coming? No, because it's exactly the same as the PC version. Ah, and I already have, but that, it's not. I don't know. And it's I own not. It, and I don't own the 360. It's not. Either. If you if you pre-order this, Atlas has just announced you're going to get a 52-page full-color art book. And all launch copies, even if you don't pre-order, will come with a soundtrack CD. So how about now? Are you going to pick it up now? I still don't own a 360, so no. Oh. <laughs> Lack of console. Lack of console. That's too bad. Rose is a PC RPG gamer at heart. Oh, man. This is so strange. I'm, I'm reading an old GameSpot review from 2001 for Sayuki The Journey West. Yeah. And in the tagline, it says, despite its age, this title is well-executed. And merits and possess enough merit to comp- c- compete in the market in 2001. Even in 2001, Age? this game was old and outdated. Wow. Well, it's a remake. A remake of a NES of what? game? Uh, I don't remember what original system it was on, but it, the PlayStation wasn't the original system for it. Mm. Jeez, this game just keeps going back. All right, I've got a Wikipedia article now. Um, it, was replaced, it was released for the PlayStation. And it's based on the Chinese novel, Journey to the West. Uh, that looks like... Oh, that looks like it. <laughs> oh, ah, its age is not because it's a remake, Anna. It's because it was released in Japan two years before it came out in, in the U.S. So it came out mm-hmm. in 99 in Japan. Oh, my bad. So, there so no one's go. actually played this, though. I've heard so much about this. and like People seem to be excited, theoretically, or... In principle, but I don't know if anyone's actually going to get it. Oh, it's a, it's a PSN title. If you've got plenty of other stuff to play, those are usually low on the list, right? Mm-hmm. right. Oh, they also came out with a Romance of Three Kingdoms 6. Oh, that's what I've been games. waiting for. <laughs> that's what I've been waiting for. Sorry for the distraction. I just wanted to see what the general feel was. But it got an 8.1 from... Uh, Whoever this person was running for GameSpot back in 2001. Uh, just, just revisiting uh, Divinity 2 for a second, Roy, uh, what is your recommendation for people who haven't played Divinity 2 and do own a 360? Is that a, a good game for them to pick up? Hello? I guess oh, not. He dropped off the internet. Oh. <laughs> he got Divinity'd. So the one that's coming out with the soundtrack, that's the PS3 version? No, uh, 360. 360. Divinity. Wait, oh, Divinity 1, you're asking about. No, I'm asking about Divinity 2. No, Divinity 2. I'm so confused. Divinity 2, the Clearly. sequel to Divine Divinity. Yeah. And Beyond Divinity. Oh, right. So, it's... Yeah, that's just how it is. <laughs> well, there was Divine Divinity, and then I believe Beyond Divinity was an expansion pack. Okay. No, it was standalone. Well, who cares? Nobody played it. So, Divinity <laughs> 2, uh, is is it worth playing on the 360 if you haven't played it before, Roy? Um, on, on the PC version, it's pretty good. I, have, I've, I know the original 360 version of it was really buggy. Okay. 
I don't know, but I don't know if they fixed that for this. But I I found it really odd that Atlas was porting an Eastern European title. That is odd. But did you find the game enjoyable? The game on the PC is enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. It's very it's very much an action RPG. All right. Well, <laughs> its genre is very true. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's very. What does that mean? It's very much an action RPG. Like you actually have to go into your basement and kill rats. How? What does that mean? And, um, in other words, uh, if you played RPGs of the vein of, uh, oh, I don't know, I don't know if you played Kingdom Hearts, for example. I have played Kingdom Hearts. Well, you'll know exactly what you're doing then. Oh, okay. I'm summoning it, it, the genie. It, it's a hack. And, it's a hack and slash up close game. I'm collecting Dalmatians. Right. Yeah, it's an up close hack and slash RPG. I'm building a gummy ship and shooting enemies. <laughs> yeah, and if we just have a few Disney cameos, it'll be perfect. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize all that stuff was in Divinity 2. That's really sweet. It's probably a, a gummy dragon and not a gummy a gummy ship, but that's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. For those that don't know you, you can turn into a dragon in Divinity 2. Yeah. And read and people's good. minds. Apparently not as cool of a feature. <laughs> Didn't even react. Okay. That is a feature, though, <laughs> for what that's worth. All right. And build your own lair, right? Yeah, you do. Like that. You get, like, a butler. Yeah, you get to build your own castle. And you gotta... Is the butler voiced by John Cleese? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not, which is... I can't wait for Fable 3 to come Stephen out. How about Stephen Fry? I forget who he's voiced by. I don't think it was anyone famous. Oh, that's too bad. That fails. Forget Divinity 2. Atlas, you're going to have to try harder next time. Dragon Age 2. How about that instead? Everyone's excited for Dragon Age 2, right, Manny? Uh-huh, we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you to sleep. <laughs> you know, Manny, you're, you're the only one who says interesting stuff on this show. If you fall asleep, things screw. <laughs> you know who I lo- my favorite character in Dragon Age is? Yeah? Felicia Day. Ooh. Well, it's funny you should mention that because she's making a new web th- series. So The Guild? Yeah, no, a new one. No. Oh. So they're making one for, for Dragon Age. It's a six-episode series. It'll come out sometime later this year. It follows, I'm assuming, her character, Talus, an elvish assassin in search of a rogue mage. So I'm assuming they got a camera and went outside and LARPed somewhere and then putting this web series up. So I heard that she plays dirty. <laughs> that's what Felicia said, yes. She that's wanted to, quote. quote, I wanted to bring a modern sensibility to a fantasy character in a fantasy world. I don't know what that means, but that's what she's doing, so you can watch it and find out. Meaning it's a web series and she plays an elf. A modern sensibility. It's thoroughly modern Talus, so we'll find out. Would by modern sensibility mean scantily clad clothing? Uh, I, I think so. I think that's what... The, well, I think all the fantasy characters are... Scant- scantily clad though so does that count? Not, not in dragon age only okay. a few well dragon age has gone gold so we're going to be able to find out soon went gold on the 11th of february and it's coming out on march 8th and if you want we have a link on our front page go look for dragon age 2 goals gold you can see a, an interview or really a kind of a demo a live demo of the lead developer putting showing you the game so you can watch all that and get psyched for the game play and how it works and all that stuff oh i'm so psyched Psyched. 
Oh, yeah, and also, everyone, don't forget that they are coming out with next Tuesday. They're releasing a demo for the game, and if you play it and beat it, you get exclusive equipment in the game. Ooh. Master Chief in our chat room says he can't wait for the Artanelico web series. Um, I think that would have to be uh, behind a paywall. It might be a bit too mature for people. It would Master have gravity-defying underboob. Oh, so it's like uh, Dead or Alive. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd hear the phrase "gravity defying underboob." Yeah, that's weird. That's my favorite kind. Gotta give a shout out to my boardies. If you want more of that, um, Sam Marcello has an impression up of Arctonel Kakoga, and you can uh, read that on our front page and learn more about what the PlayStation Three adds to gravity defyingness of Arctonelico. She says, uh, the only thing that RP gamers should be concerned with is feeling like perverts every time they pick up the controller. So apparently that's, that's how this game goes. How's that different so, from going into PlayStation Home? <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, PS3 wow. problems. Wow. Jeez. Oh. Jeez. That's terrible. Just terrible. All right. You know what else is terrible? The Xperia Play. Have you seen oh, this thing? Oh, come on, Chris. Come on now. Come on now. Really? Are you in, are you on board with this thing? No, it's a piece of crap. <laughs> still, <you can't. laughs> All right. This is the quote-unquote PlayStation phone that a lot of people thought might be the PlayStation 2 before the, or PSP 2 before it was announced. It's not. It's its own thing. It's the Xperia Play. It's from Sony. It'll be shipping worldwide in March. Verizon will be the first character carrier in the U.S. to have it. And it's somehow somehow out sometime in early spring, according to Verizon, for the U.S. release date. Uh, any word on price? I don't know of any word on price. Do you? Mm. It runs the latest Android release, Gingerbread 2.3. And let's see. It's, you know, you've seen the design. It's got the dual, not thumbsticks, but the thumb pad so it's kind of like a two-point touchpad where your thumbs go so it's like analog sticks but it's flat it's got eight buttons up down left right d-pad you know the traditional playstation buttons on the right uh does it have lnr it must right some lnr buttons i don't know and it's got a touch on the back right yes it does have a lnr oh it has and this does not have touch on the back no touch on the back okay and this is uh, the PlayStation certified thing. So this is the thing that they're. N- this is not going to be the only phone that has this. I know a tablet that Sony's making is going to have this. And a lot of other phones are going to have it. If you're PlayStation certified, that means your phone meets the minimum specs and has been tested by Sony that it can uh, take part in their PlayStation Store thing that they're putting out for phones. And that's some PSN titles and uh, like mini type things and uh, PlayStation One games that they'll be playing through some sort of emulation layer they have in there. And so you'll be able to go into, I guess, the PSN store and download stuff right on your phone. And it's still, your phone still runs Android. It's not running the PSP operating system. But And you don't get to play all the PSP games, but you get to play a lot of stuff. So one of the games that comes with launch is Crash Bandicoot. Does anyone care about Crash Bandicoot? You know, Bandicoot? after hearing that story about how the developer... He kind of regrets making that game because you get like six lives throughout the entire game. <laughs> and if you die after that sixth life, you have to start back at the very beginning of the game. Well, it's like Mario. Right. Uh, well, except you get extra lives there, huh? There's going to be 50 games available at launch. So, And they are, quote-unquote, optimized for the phone. 
Except there's one key thing that you need to remember that what? your games won't be shared across PSN. So any <gasps> ga- any PS1 games you already own, you'll have to rebuy again. For so the it's Xbox. not the PSN store; it's its own store, this PlayStation store. That exactly. Sucks. That's stupid. That's just. Why would stupid. you want to? Yeah. Why would you want to? Sp- and how, how much are these games going to cost? I think there's going to be a premium just because it has control. I mean buttons. I don't know. And there's lots of developers who say they're going to support it. I mean, if anything, I don't know how that's going to work. But and lots see. of developers say that about the original PSP, too. Yeah, and, you know, this they can just say that because this thing runs Android. So they could just say, our game runs on the Xperia Play, too, because it runs Android. So what does that matter? They're making a big deal of the fact that Dungeon Defender's second wave, which, if you've played, is kind of a melding of an action RPG plus tower defense. Um it, People keep waiting for the Steam version that doesn't come out. Uh, you can play First Wave on your iPhone and Android devices today. Uh, oh, that was really bad, though. The, you, didn't you say that? I didn't say... Uh, it's hard to control on the iPad. I didn't play it enough on the iPhone to tell. I, I right. really want to try the PC version, because this game feels like it needs a mouse. <laughs> mouse and keyboard. And then I think it could be fun. But <laughs> yeah, it's not on the phone. Maybe Second Wave is different. I don't know. And they keep talking about, you know, that was the game that at CES they were demonstrating how the Tegra 2 chipset lets your game look the same on the PC as it does on your phone, which was all a load of crap. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's the Xperia Play. None of us will probably be getting it, right? Nope. I mean, it, any, any of you in the market for an Android phone, what, it, this is this interesting to you? Because you can play your PlayStation 1 games on it if you buy them again? I don't know. Call me crazy, but if you want an Android phone, aren't there much, much better phones to get? I don't know. I didn't get the specs of this one. Like, how, <sighs> does it have a dual core processor? Is it? How does it compare to like the Epic 4G thing that just came? I'm out? I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find any information. I don't. I can't find. Yeah, anything. that would that'd be a good question too. Because yeah, know, I don't think they announced specs yet. I don't have a problem with a an Android phone branded towards gamers, but yeah, it needs to have some beefy specs, like really beefy. You know, I just realized is uh. When you abbreviate this thing, it's called the Sex Play. Oh. The Sony, <laughs> Sony X Play. Wow. Sony Ericsson Xperia Play. Sex Play. Sex Play. That's terrible. Good job, Sony. <laughs> good job. You know, that's almost as good as Trails in the Sky. Yeah. Tits. Goodness. And how many people on the forum said they were excited to get their hands on some tits? Oh my gosh, make it stop. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how to transition, so I'm just going to say Persona 2. You guys have been waiting for Innocent Sin. We still don't have any word of this thing coming out in the U.S., but as far as the the Japanese version, we know that it's going to have a quote-unquote theater mode, which provides you with side quests. So it's set in the Climax Theater, a, a theater in the city of Sumaru, which I assume is or Sumaru, which I assume is a city in the game. The th- movies in this theor- theater are said to feel like you're experiencing the real world. So, okay, the movies are playable quests, and there's a variety of a wide variety of quests, none of which relate to your main story mission, but they have feature appearances from various characters. You get items from the quest. Your rank at the theater will rise, which will bring about changes in how Motoko deals with you. And the one quest introduced in the magazine that covered this was called Charisma Classroom. And it surrounds 
Uh, Naozumi Kariyazaki, a charisma teacher at another school, due to his unique teaching methods, Kariyazaki's students have been improving their standardized test scores. And, okay, if it's really boring, I'm not going to keep reading that. Well, basically, anyway. but all of this is new for the PSP release, right? Yeah, it's all new for the PSP release. So mm. more exciting details for the PSP release of Innocent Sin, which I know a lot of people um, are going to try and either import or hoping that will come over to the U.S. They have to, right? I'm thinking like maybe an E3 announcement or something like that. Yeah, it's likely. An E3 announcement would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. That would be very nice to hear. Or it might even be till next year when they're actually closer to releasing it, right? Well, you'd think they'd probably want to get it released before the NGP comes out. Oh, okay. You're right. E3 then. Oh, there you go. All right. The man knows what he's we talking called about. It. We called it. Roy called it. Yes. Because Roy is awesome. Roy At the is same awesome. time, it's not like they're shy about releasing Persona games after a system has been declared quote-unquote dead. Oh, that's a good I point, mean, look too. at how well Persona, Persona 4. 4 did. All I have to do is yeah. include a hat, and there you go. I don't think it did as well as Persona 3 did, though. No, not quite as good. I but it seems I mean, that they actually made like multiple print ones of Persona Three. They they basically made more print ones than they've made for any other game for Persona Three. Ah. But it seems that with the uh, comparing the NGP versus 3DS, it seems the DS is probably going to continue probably for about a year after the 3DS is launched, until it's finally gains its momentum. The the PSP versus the NGP. The moment the NGP launches, the the PSP will die. <laughs> you know, Sir Urchrick in our chat room is challenging you on that. He said, "Why is everyone assuming that once the handhelds are released, uh, the old ones are going to be dead?" Um, well, it's not the has... handhelds; it's Sony products because Sony absolutely sucks balls at marketing their older consoles once a new one is out. Yeah, and um, on top of that, the the PS when it comes to the PSP, um, it has very little support at the moment. So it's hard to believe that once Sony is focusing on the newer, no, bigger No, I'm going to disagree with that. We have fewer games coming out for the PSP than we do the DS, but we also have less shovelware. That is true. However, I think it's going to be uh, what I think what we're going to see is that most developers, I think, are going to probably try and get whatever games they're working on finished before the NGP launches and then be able to focus on that. Yeah, less shovelware usually means that everybody's canceled their projects and the only ones coming out now are like the big budget ones that took a long time to make. Just by a major major coincidence, I think most of the games that I'm buying in the first four months this year are PSP games. Hmm. Are you guys going to start buying digital PSP games from now on just to have it backwards compatible with the NGP? I don't have Uh, a method to purchase digital games for my PSP at the moment. She has no wireless. Because wireless yeah. routers are expensive. Like, Tactics Ogre, I, I, at that point, just this is just me speaking personally, I would never buy that on a disc at this point because it's such a long game and there's so much replay value. And the NGP set to come out this year, that that's the kind of game I would want to carry forward with me in the future and just sort of have on my have, have on a stick ready to play. I have a Game Boy Advance SP and a DSi. Like, this is not an issue for me. Just carry both. Yeah, I've got a Game not? Boy Micro. Takes even less. And space. I'm jealous of it. I want to steal <laughs> it. Uh, I still play my PS2. Now Anna's going to well, be getting a. Per- you're going to get a PS3 soon, right? So then you can buy games. Yes, slus. <laughs> I just need to buy a wireless router at the same time. No, oh, there you go. No, you can, no, a no, the PS3. Totally right. You can bu- 
Yeah, the PS3 can transfer them wirelessly to your PSP. Oh, no, oh you can also but buy how do I get the PSP online, you turkey. You run a cable. Wait, wait. I, 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 no, you run a I only cable. One socket. I'd need a socket get splitter. Get a hub. <laughs> socket splitter. <laughs> no, no, it is possible also. He's right. It, the Media Go is a program you install yes. in your PC and then you just connect it to your PSP to your PC. Is that. And you can. Well, they've had so many media programs and then canceled them. I can't keep it straight. Is Media Go oh, no. actually current? Yes. It's been it's been going on for like the past five years, and they keep on updating it. They can't. Um, no, they canceled one of them. They had yeah, one and they no, killed for, it. There was a while where you couldn't download games yeah. from your PC. Okay. Now I don't have a PSP Go. Does Media Go work with the? Yes, it works with it any works on PSP. Anything that has. They a even have storage. the one thousand on the picture on the page. So. Yeah, I have a one thousand. That's why I'm asking. Uh, yeah, you if go. you have a stick, you can download little you right can download PSN games right there. And you could, and it's basically like iTunes for your PSP. You can manage games, which ones you put on, movies, I'd music. I'd buy a bigger memory card. I think my memory card is like a gig. For it, because even, it, it's, <laughs> you really, because the, uh, I, I use the, I have a Go, and I can tell you the wireless capabilities of the PC, even if you have wireless, suck. So even if you have really good wireless, it takes forever to download something for it. <laughs> Yeah, on the PSP. Yeah. What's, yeah so you're heavily, you'd be heavily advised to get it in anyway. What is really best is if you can wirelessly download it to a folder on your computer, and I don't know if this software will let you do it, and then transfer it with a memory stick reader, because those read and write those cards a lot faster than the PSP does, um, for whatever that's worth. I need to find my USB to USB mini cord. Yeah, those yes. are cheap. Yep. Mono price. Pay like 50 cents. So, yeah. Media go. Everyone now go. Yeah. I'm just saying, I know, this just hurt me personally. I'm just going to buy everything digitally from now on just to make it NGP proof. NGP proof. I had to, I pretty much rebought all my, what few games I had on the PSP when I got my go. So the only games I need for are pretty much Square's retro titles that they haven't put on the thing. Final Fantasy One remake. I'm not I wanted on my sure go. if all of the titles I own for PSP are even available via digital download. Like uh, not all most of them, of them are. Like Dissidia. Yes. Dissidia. Is. Lunar. What? Lunar, Lunar? is. Lunar. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jean Dark. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the first ones. Actually. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, a lot of my ones, a lot of the ones I have, aren't available on. Um, Ah, or you do what I did and hack your PSP again this week and transfer all your MDs. Pet Pet Adventures. Neopet Pet Pet Adventures. Mm -hmm. That one I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't Don't even want to look for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to trigger some sort of Department of Justice thing if I search for that. Neopet. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Get out of my house, damn it. <laughs> the Wand of Wishing from 2006. Um, let me check. Yeah. No, no, you don't need to check. Yep, it's the Wand of Wishing. Oh, goodness. Now, here's the question, though. I have some, like, Japanese games. Like, I have a bunch of bleach fighting games. You have a bunch. Uh, the one, only one uh, I know about there, was by Treasure on the DS. There are, se- there, are there are several. Four of them. Oh, okay. I occasionally see them when I uh, log in good. my PSN account. Oh, I, I think you have to carry your PSP around for those. 
Yeah, I think I'd have to carry my PSP around for those. Uh, or you put on the custom firmware and just rip your ISOs. Which that's we don't support because that's... I support it because I did it this week. 6.35A3. You're going to sue you off YouTube. And my whatever. import game works now. Tactics Ogre, which I just ripped, works. And uh, that's all that matters. All my PSN downloads work, well, too. Well, he's not adjusting his firmware so that he can download illegally obtained copies of games. He's using Oh, Sony own. doesn't me... care. They make no distinction. I know. They're screwed. Screw them. So here's here's the best part. So I got this Tactics Ogre disc. I'm more concerned about our, for, Check our, it out. our site rules than, than what Sony thinks, frankly. So here's the UMD I got with Tactics Ogre. I'm holding it up to the camera, and for those of you on the audio version of the show, you can't he- see this. But you'll notice in the center of a UMD, it says UMD. With this Tactics Ogre UMD, it's a blank white sticker over the center. They phased out the UMD branding. That's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm kind of anxious dead. for my copy to show up so that I can see whether or not mine is branded UMD. And, and it's like perfectly applied. It, yeah. It's very funny. Oh, so I don't know how to transition here to either. So Diablo three screenshots from 2005. Apparently the, this is the Blizzard North project that was uh, canceled. <laughs> and then we started yeah, from sure. in the Diablo three we know now was restarted from scratch when that was canceled. Yeah, right? right after that. So they've been working on Diablo three for a long time. Oh, like a decade. Jeez. Yeah. So they oh, got some that. screenshots out now that you can find on, I guess, who, who I think Kotaku broke this story. And you can see... All the screenshots that they had, the like 17 screenshots or something from Diablo 3, and what it looked like. And it looks like an evolution of Diablo 2. It's prettier, but it's got that same style and all that. And some people are happier with the way this looked. Some people are happier with the one that we know what it's going to oh, look. Oh, good grief. There was so much freaking drama about the art style of Diablo mm-hmm. 3. I think the new game looks better than this, but, I mean, it's just such a, a better engine. It's hard not to. <laughs> it's a much newer game. But, uh, I just think this is going to bring shots. up all the old nerd rage. Well, these were early shots anyway. It's kind of fair, unfair to compare, but that's uh, yeah. So that is uh, that's that's a story this week because this week's really slow. And uh, also, for all of you who love Gothic, there's an add-on for Gothic Four. <laughs> oh, I was wanting to see where you're going with that. All right. <laughs> Gothic I'm sorry, 4. I'm all out of jokes about wallpaper paste. Arcania Gothic 4 has been announced for March 25th, was 2011. Arcania. I don't care. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> Does it matter? Well, Not really. Kind of. <laughs> I know, am I being mean? Gothic 4. No, I think you're being realistic. Yeah, well, the, the console versions were really buggy, and the PC version, all of ten people played it. For Gothic uh, 4, no, right? No, the yeah. problem was is that all of the versions were buggy. Like, um, the original PC build that I got didn't work on three, four computers. That's, wow. that's, yeah, that's pretty really buggy. buggy. That's, that was stunning. And uh, Becky tried to play it as well, and she couldn't play it either. That's Neverwinter Nights 2 level buggy. Yeah. Are we sure Obsidian so, didn't have a hand in this? Oh, snap. <laughs> but no. Yeah, it just there was a lot of issues at launch, but unlike something like Magicka, they didn't respond to it terribly well. They they did finally patch it. It took about a month. Oh, we'll get to Magicka later. 
I like Magicka. It's pretty fun. Oh, we'll talk about it now playing. Which it is now time for. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about Magicka. <laughs> You're right. I guess we should talk about it. Okay, so I played a ton of crap this week. Um, I'll start off by giving you the short You're version of a couple. finishing games. I know, I'm finishing games. Where did is I, Chris and what have you done Did I mention him? I finished uh, Professor Layton last week? Or had I not finished it at <gasps> no, that, that point? No, that was this week. Okay, so I finished Professor Layton and the Unwound Future. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Good game. What, a, what, a, what an emotionally charged ending. Um, let me put it that way. Too bad all that puzzling got on the way, right? I teared up a little at the end. Yeah, I got over that. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting way to end your game. And I'm very, if, if I didn't know there was already a four and a five, I'd be wondering what was going to happen with this series. <laughs> so it's interesting stuff. A four, a five, and a, and a, a movie. And a, and a, and a, and, and a crossover game. <laughs> yeah. I'm still wondering when we're going to get a, I'm still wondering when we're going to get the Professor Layton movie. Because I don't remember. It ties into one of the games. Uh, who cares? Um, it's probably never coming out here. No, it's been confirmed. By for whom? North American release. Uh, I don't know. I remember Shop Troll putting up a link on the forum. some forums. anime company is going to translate it or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be like super limited theater release, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll go see if it's out. That'd be awesome. They get the voice actors and stuff. I wonder if they can handle a full feature length movie because they're not the best voice actors. So it's going to be interesting to hear. Uh, What was I thinking? So uh, I finished that. And then I also played through all of a 999. Nine doors, nine person. No, nine hours, nine doors, nine persons. Great little visual novel. um, Interspersed with uh, mist-like puzzles. But it's okay if you suck at mist-like puzzles. They give you hints in this game, so oh, you can get through them. And uh, and they're, they're really well applied. You only get the hints if you really keep failing. So <laughs> uh, they, they did a great job with the gameplay side of this thing. The story's kind of weird, and there's a lot of commentary I could give you on the story. Unfortunately, it would all be spoilers. Um, so I will say this. Trust the hints that the game's giving you as far as how to play and to handle your decisions. And you will be able to get through all the game and all the, the things that you need to do to get uh, to, to beat it. Uh, and when you start to get frustrated, you don't need to turn to a guide. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Like Chris did. <clears throat> I turned to a guide for a couple points, and I realized later that I could have worked it out on my own. I just didn't trust the game and what it was telling me. So um, you can do that and save yourself a lot of trouble. Uh, good story. Uh, and... For those who finished it, accessgames.com slash 999, and the bottom lower corner of that page is a button that says Answers. You can see a bunch of discussion about the plot and the future for the characters in the game if you, um, if you want from the person who wrote it. So get all that sort of info if you want. And, uh, Don't click on it until you finish the game. Yeah, it's massive spoilers. Massive, massive, massive spoilers. Spoilers beyond what you thought you could even be spoiled about. So don't, don't touch. <laughs> this is a DS game, right? It's a DS game. Yep, visual novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wanted game. a copy, and it's not available in Canada anymore. So I had I like PayPal Chris some money and said, "Hey, play the game. Tell me what you think of it." Yep, and it is in the mail to you now. So oh, it is. Yeah, thank you. Yep, it doesn't cost much to ship stuff to you. I learned so. Ah, uh, depends how you send it to me. Well, first class, not priority. So okay, we'll see. 
assuming it gets there. <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah, and uh, also Ghost Trick is on its way to you. So. Oh, cool! Thank you. Sorry. Speaking of Professor Layton, did you guys hear that uh, Puzzle Agent Two has been announced? I did not. Yes. And uh, a King's Quest reboot. Huh. So Telltale is like pulling out all the stops. They have Yonassic Park coming out. Yon. Jurassic Park, Walking Dead game. They're going to finish off Back to the Future, new Puzzle oh, Agents, new King's yeah. Quest. Yeah, and a King's Quest series. Oh, I'm so excited. Isn't there a King's fan-made Quest. King's Quest that you're supposed to play? Yeah, Silver Lining. Go play that. All right. And, oh, now we should get like to the main, main event. I don't like it because it doesn't have any hints. Oh, sorry. I'm terrible at it. Anyways, moving on. Magicka. Magicka. So we played it last night. And another white night in the week where we made a lot of progress. We thought we were on the last right. stage, and it turns out we weren't. Um, so we're now on chapter seven. Oh my gosh, though. That stage we thought we were on that was the last stage was grueling. Yeah, this it's is... got a whole bunch of small islands on it. And there's no barriers around any of the islands. So we'd like teleport onto an island and immediately get immediately both of us would get blasted off the side. It's like, oh, well, crap. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's... And even better is I crashed every time we ended the chapter. Oh. Remember you had to yeah you, yeah you yeah. you crashed it every time we were we just got to the last boss of that chapter. And in order to fix that, I have to quit the game and rejoin you into my game, and then we have to start the chapter over. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The bugs in that, in that level, that level's bugs makes me understand the nerd rage people had for Magicka's bugs. I didn't up until then. And I, I even tried to do it by myself, and yeah. I still crashed. Oh, it's ridiculous. So I'm kind of disappointed. I really hope I'm able to get into Chapter 7. When when we play again this week, they need to allow you to either rejoin games after a disconnect or let those checkpoints count when you're reattempting a chapter or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. So I hope that. Well, um, well one uh, thing I'm waiting for yeah. for Magicka is there's a thing every time a new patch comes out from Steam. There's a thing that says uh, what are, what are the known issues? Yeah, and I'm, yeah, but I'm that's just not a known to, issue. Well, what is the issue just, you're waiting for? Uh, me, uh, they, I get this big stuttering bug. Ah. Oh, yeah, that stuttering. is listed as a known issue. Right. And uh, my PC is ten times more power than you would need yeah, to play this the, game. So the, the known issue is listed as game stuttering even when frame rate is satisfactory. And, and I'm, I'm just waiting, and I'm pretty much waiting to play the game until that known issue list doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on a G- NVIDIA GTX 460 and current drivers, and I seem okay, but uh, I don't know what, I, I what affects it. I use the 260M card, but okay. my my computer's more than beefy enough to play this game. Way more than beefy. It better be. It's an Alienware. Yeah. I just got it a few months ago. So. Rubbing it in. Rubbing it in. The other game that we've been playing this week is. Wow. Um, yes. Sorry, I just uh, I got message from somebody who made something incredible, and I love it. So, um, 
now that you've been blowed away in the middle of the show. <laughs> you know, just saying. The other game that we've been playing this week is DC Universe Online. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, tell people about it. Well, uh, why me? Because you played it too. Okay. Well, I was sort of in. I was actually a little intimidated to go into this game because I did not grow up reading comic books. I don't know. I know sort of these characters, but I mean, like, I I know so little about a lot of these universes. I expected to feel very left out, and I still have no idea who Brainiac is or where he came from. I I will probably look that up. Oh, but, you're not uh, the only one. <sighs> Yeah, so I I sort of jumped into the game, and I really actually quite like the way that they introduced you to the game, because they basically gave you, like, uh, two levels where you're going through Brainiac's ship and escaping. Um, Because the storyline is, is that uh, the world, at some point in the future, mankind and the Earth is destroyed. So Lex Luthor comes back in time with all of the superhero powers that the Brainiac uh, stole from all of the superheroes of the future and releases them all over the earth so there's like 80 bazillion new heroes and villains Hooray! and you're one of them that's been like brought up to the brainiac ship so you get two levels to escape the brainiac ship and learn how to attack and stuff so uh it's a very intensive game you are basically always doing stuff to attack because to attack you either have to left click or right click or hit a number button there's no sort of auto attack um, but yeah, it just, it, it gives you a really good feeling of epicality. So you really a really feel good feeling of epicality. epicality. <laughs> you know, you feel like your story is epic and New world the, other nice, the nice, but not so nice thing that they've done is you can choose a mentor. So for example, if you're a hero, you choose between Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman And their stories actually differ. The stories and the gear you get differ based upon which mentor you have. However, you start in three different locations depending on which mentor you have. So me and Chris both made characters and went through the Brainiac ship. And then he's like, okay, I'm I'm in the Gotham police station. I mentored with Batman. And I'm like, oh, I'm not there. I mentored with Superman. Hang on. Let me go re-roll a character. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, tons and tons and tons and tons of character choice options. Uh, I have like three characters that are cat girls and they are awesome. One has spots, one has stripes and the other one's just a cat. So, uh, I like it because there's a good number of options without feeling like city of villains, horribly over taxed. They they give you a good number of options without a finite number of options. Um, mission wise, the game is very. You do level slowly, but leveling is. But playing the game is so satisfying; it doesn't really seem to matter. And no matter if you like combat or if you like sort of the solo ish content, there's tons of both that you can do. So, for example, there are, like, question marks everywhere, and you go and you examine the question mark, and a collection item pops out, and you right-click on it, and it adds it to your collection. 
or there are little green and blue exclamation marks. And there's a bunch in every section of the city. So, for example, in the part of Gotham that we were in, uh, there were six experiment notes. And yeah. I don't think you found them all, but I did. I didn't find them all. Um, okay. What happens when you find them all? Um, you get an achievement. Oh, okay. And you get a chunk of story. Okay. But you don't get anything for your character? <laughs> no, 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 you do. Um, as you're doing achievements, you get points. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I think I'm, I have 12 points in total and at 100, I get a new rank. I don't know a ton about this What's system. What's the rank do? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just, I pulled up the screen and I'm like, Hey, I have 12 out of a hundred. It's your e-penis rank? <laughs> you have a no, rank two well, e-penis. Apparently it does something. I just haven't really looked into what precisely it is. Great. Just great. We have to find so, out. um, is there anything you think I missed? I don't know. I was uh, I was a bit distracted during that. Uh, you talked about the missions, right? How everything's yeah. voice acted. Um, yeah, the the uh, the story is just very very immersive. Um, the voice acting is definitely like. Yeah, most of the voice actors are people that you recognize from the shows that these characters have been in, like the old Batman cartoons and Superman cartoons. Like the voice of Batman's the voice of Batman, who's been the voice of Batman in like every animated everything except for Brave and the Bold. Um, the Joker is done by Mark Hamill. So that's right. It sounds like I haven't heard much of Harley Quinn, but I think she's done by the correct actress. So those are like the three I care about the most and they seem to be, to be set. Some of them, however, not so good. Sound a little awkward. Batgirl. Yeah. Sounds really, sounds like she's trying to cover up a stutter. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, It, It was a little awkward. Yeah. Um, there's some other cool things. So, oh yeah, that was the other thing that we did. We did some PVP. We did a little bit of PVP. That was, uh, that was weird. Cause you didn't play yes. as your character. Right. So there's what's called legends PVP and you don't go as yourself. You choose a character. We had only unlocked Robin. Of course, a legendary character in the DC universe is the idea. So you get to play as a legendary character you're familiar with. You get a few seconds to get used to the controls for that character and um, their moves. Two minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two minutes. You and then, joined in the last second. Yeah, and then you get, uh, I don't know, then you go and uh, fight well, there's, the other team who's all right, playing. So the, the thing is, you have to unlock what characters you can be. So when you're low rank, everyone's the same character on your team and everyone's the same character on the opponent's team. <laughs> yeah, I think we were like four Robins versus three Harley Quinns and one something yeah. else. That Xenon person was wild. They were like really good and had a different character unlocked. Oh, okay. So it is that particular one was 4v4. And basically, you start with a thousand points and they tick down slowly. Um, the more uh, points of interest that you own, the slower that number ticks down for your side. Yeah. And the faster it ticks down for the opponent, I believe. So, for example, you're you're sort of in this underground facility thing. So there's like a controller room. There's a boiler room. There's a a, a something point that was the one that we oh, kept. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. So point. as you captured them, different stuff happened in the level. Like, you know. Yeah. You capt- so, it's rooms in the asylum. So theme things that happened for the rooms that the house the whatever criminals were housed in that room. Like the uh, poison ivy room had plants and stuff that spawned and stuff. Whatever. Right. And you can trigger. Um, things to spawn 
for your side, but I'm not entirely certain how that occurs. Yeah, well, we don't need to get into the mechanics of how the PvP level map works. Right. Um, but so you had PvP. We had uh, fun quest lines. They had storylines. Um, as you were going out, you'd find other quests. You know, it's like an MMO, but everything's action based in this thing, so it's all combat heavy. It's not. It doesn't feel like you know just pressing a button and then your character does a move. It's like you feel like every but every punch you are directing. So it helps it feel a little less MMO-y in the battle style. So, Right, and there's actually really, there's, there's two ways to combo. Um, one, every hit that you get increases your little combo meter in the bottom right corner. And then on top of that, as you get skill points, you put the skill points into trees. And those allow you to sure. do moves together. Now, what do you think is the most interesting thing about this game? I, we're getting burdened with like minutia about the battle oh, system. Who cares? Sorry. So, what what is like the what is the most interesting thing you think here? Um, I think I love the storytelling. Okay, I I do like the storytelling as well. And they 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 did the thing where you have a radio in your ear, so different heroes and and people can talk to you while you're out in a mission and keep a narrative thread going. So I really appreciate that. And, and especially when it's when you're talking to a hero that has a good voice actor or actress, it just Anya. It's kind of cool, you know. Anya, <laughs> Anya. Oh, sorry. That's the you said radio in your ear. That's the joke everyone goes oh, constantly. I don't know that one. Huh? What does that mean? It's a Gears of War joke. Oh, I haven't played okay. that. When they're when they're loading a new area, they get a message in his ear. See, when you have to explain it, it's not. Fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always think of a uh, Metal Gear Solid when I think of radio in the ear. So. Oh, that's a new one because he goes, Anya, Anya. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go over here <laughs> now. Um, so we play on Last Laugh. Yeah. Uh, what was the character I was playing with you? Katiana? Katiana, and I'm Sir Foxtimus, the monocled martial artist. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bow wielding a uh, spiritualist. Yeah, and whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're you're control, so you're you're. They only damaged. have a few character types, so they need yeah. more classes. But what are you going to do? Well, you, you get a lot of customization in your power selection and then like your weapon style. There's like eight classes right. and ten powers. No, there's like four classes: control, defense. Um, oh yeah, but I mean, and... there's mo- oh no no, that's just archetype roles. That's right. just tank, DPS, or healer. Right. But in each of those, there's three different classes. All right, yeah. If you, you three different talent ways you can spec your class. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this. Uh, I feel like we're not doing a good job of giving it justice, so if, if there's a demo, try it out. It's different, and it might be different enough for you to be interested. It's still an MMO, though, so don't be looking to it to be like this revolution of the genre. But Have you the- guys had, tried out the PS3 version at all? No, unfortunately, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I could download that and try it with our account. Mm. They gave us a, they were kind enough to give us press accounts to try it out, but I don't know how to put that on the PS3. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure we'll. Because I hear I hear good things about the PC version and terrible things about the PS3 version. Really? Ooh, well, just, I really no, want to try just, it out then. Just the interface isn't as smooth. Because I'll be honest with you, I feel like the the PC version needs a controller. It really feels designed for a controller. So I'm trying to figure out if I, I if I have a good way of mapping the controller buttons right, or if that's why I want to try the PS3 version. 
Because well, since it's more action-based, it feels more like a controller would work here. Um, the problem is you have powers that are assigned from buttons 1 to 9, so I don't know how those would map. Maybe you would pick them with the D-pad or something. But I don't know. Maybe they'll pull the torchlight. They pull the torchlight. Pull the torchlight? Right. Someone disappeared. Yeah, Anna did. She's back. Okay. So, okay. well... Um, I guess uh, that yeah, we should move on. Well, I shouldn't say terrible things, but I hear like mixed things for the PS3 version, and I remember there was like a lot of talk about people having to cancel their PSN account on or their PSN resubscribe on uh, on Twitter. You know, just you like these sort of Twitter buzz you hear. Uh, that's too bad. I you know I've heard some positive buzz about this game, and it's standing out, and people liking it that don't normally like MMOs, and I can see where that's coming from because it really. It's got that DC feel to it. So if you want to just run around Gotham City or Metropolis, I mean, that enough is, like, reason to just get it for a month, maybe. So you know who um, really I'm like, Can I my, um, jump back I'll... in and finish my previous point? Um, I don't know what it was, got... but go ahead. Um, you said that there wasn't a lot of variety for character classes. There is, because if I picked, like, a spiritualist, which is a healer role... And then I pick ice, which is a defensive power. Yeah. That's a totally different setup than spiritualist and mind. Ah, okay. There. Now I'm good. Carry right. on. So, Roy, you were about to say something? That was me, actually. Oh, John. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the only th- I mean, because I also tried um, DC Universe Online when it came out. It was an impulse buy uh, okay. about, oh, what, three weeks ago, something like that? Sure. Um, the only, I think. One of the well, there is a lot of variety as far as um, like actual character ability customization is concerned. Um, I've been I'm a, a relatively long time player of um, City of Heroes, and I just feel that um, the two superhero games that have come after it, so Champions Online and DC Universe Online, they just still haven't been able to get the kind of depth of um, uh, character creation that City of Heroes is currently sitting at. Um, I mean, it, obviously that's not going to bother. I touched upon that actually. You know, I just I find that there's too many options in the city of customer uh, character creation. I just I want to have a good number of choices, but give me too many choices, and I'm going to spend eight hours making my character and then be tired and not want to play the game. <laughs> But I think, but the 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 number of options in the City of Heroes character creator has increased to that level because the people have been asking for it. Um, the game when it first came out, it it had a lot less. And I mean, I can't really. Um, I can't is this spare. is this really a fault though? I mean, come yeah, on. I can't really for a launch game against, that doesn't yeah, have I as much. I can't level it against them too hard for for not including that sort of customization at launch. However, I think City of Heroes still had more than they did at launch, which was back in 2000. I just think I character customization is so is such an irrelevant argument, even in a superhero game. I mean, 12 million subscribers and like three hairstyles for Taran. I mean, just saying. Oh, I I just unequivocally hate the art style in World of Warcraft anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, WoW does need more. I don't know why they don't have more, but uh, yeah. The all right, yeah, I, I I understand where you come from there, and I think we've probably talked about it enough. We have people who really don't like MMOs, so I don't want to I don't want to burden with it. 
Oh, but maybe we should anyway. No. All right. Uh, we should, we should move on. Uh, I definitely think you should give it a shot. It's definitely, it is, it is one that is worth investigating. There's a lot of them that are throwaway, but this one is definitely worth looking into because you might get a lot out of this one. Um, and I should like to say, I want to hear what Anna, Anna, do you have anything else that you played this week? I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. Played Magicka, played DCUO. Played faction. We're thinking. We're thinking live on the podcast. So, all right, while you're thinking, John. No, I, I think that's kind of it. I've been doing okay. a lot of cross-stitching again. So all right. So cross-stitching. Cross-stitching the MMO. John, do you have any picks for us this week? Um, well, most of the time that I've been, most of the time I've been gaming this week, when I've uh, not been um, spending time on Final Fantasy XI again. Man, that game has oh. changed so much. But I'm not going to really. It hasn't it changed as- that much. They give you uh, some new XP abilities, so now you can level up your character faster. Yeah, Big but if deal. I said to if I said to another player in two thousand and seven that you could take a, um, your main job from eighty seven to ninety in less than four hours, they'd yes. laugh at you. Right. So you, you know, can they, you can you can gain levels really fast. Yeah, that's but what's I mean, changed. Also, but also, you know, the, the the other stuff that's been added, equipment, the ability to now solo just about everything. It it's it's. Different. The game just feels different. But I'm not going to mark it down as a pick because I don't pick MMOs on this podcast. Oh, why not? Because every, well, because everyone has extremely different differing opinions on what they like in an MMO, and well, oh. I don't like talking about mine. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my my major pick of the week actually is actually another visual novel. Funnily enough. Oh, nice. Um, I've been reading um, when the seagulls. Uh, yeah, when the seagulls cry. Uh, Japanese title Umineko no Nako Koroni, which is, describes itself as a sound novel, except that the term sound novel is actually trademarked by the people who produced Nine Hours. Um, but basically, it, it, it is literally, rather than um, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, which does actually have interaction elements, um, Umineko itself is um, basically all story. There is, there is no um, interaction until the final chapter the final part of the game um the rest of it is literally just text with music and sound effects so it it's barely barely even qualifies as a game outside of the fact that you run it on a pc but it i it is really really well written i mean i've stayed up sort of a number of times this week late into the night just reading text and i say it's a really good it basically um the story is centered around um the yearly family conference of the ridiculously wealthy um, Ushiromiya family on a very small island off the coast of Japan um, between the days of August 5th and August 6th, 1986. And all of the um, participants in the, in the uh, conference and all of their servants are found mysteriously murdered. Um, so that the, the novel itself sort of opens looking like a, a, a sort of murder mystery novel. But as you get more into the story, it becomes apparent that there's um, supernatural elements involved. And what happens at the end of the first chapter, the first chapter is kind of like an establishment. What happens over those last two, uh, those two days as told by the um, characters involved. Um, and right at the end, um, the, 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 the main character that you, you've sort of been following 
has to then try and um, deny the basically gets into an argument with a witch called Beatrice about whether witches if uh, whether if witches exist or not if magic exists or not yeah. and then spends the next chapter effectively having a metaphysical argument with this witch and trying to prove that all of the murders um, that happened over those two days were caught, performed by a human, whereas the witch argues they were all performed by, well, magic and supernatural. It's it's really difficult to explain because it um, it buries itself in a lot of text, but it's really um, well worth reading. Is this reading. available in English? Yes, it is. A full translation was done by a group called Witch Hunt, and they actually sell copies of the game to download on their website. Mm, they sell a translation? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, um, they actually the um, translators actually received a letter from the creator who actually, rather than sending a letter saying, hey, knock it off, um, he actually praised their work on the story. Uh, and they now sell um, digital download copies of the game on their website. Oh, okay. So this is actually kosher. Just just making sure. Yeah, this is, this is actually kosher. By the writer or the publisher? Uh, the writer. It's, a jam- it's, it's not usually it, up to the writer. <laughs> Yeah, but the the writer and the publisher are the same person. It's oh, okay. uh it's a Dujin game. Oh. So okay. is, it's so the it's same person. All right. Yeah. So So you go to so, witch-hunt.com and you click getting started on the left and you can download the pieces. They've got oh, it's split it? into two yeah. parts. Yeah. And you can get it for Windows. Part, parts, you can get it on Windows three, and four. Mac. Yep. There's parts 1 to 4 and 5 to 7 it looks like. Mhm. Cool. Yeah. This, I, I, after I, playing Digital, a love story, I actually kind of want to play this one. Mm-hmm. I say, I, I personally feel like, for example, I think that the, the characters, um, there's like quite a, um, like the central cast of characters. Yeah, they, they seem to, I, I just like the fact that they seem to be really well written and they seem to react in a way that you probably would expect, you know, actual humans to react. Yeah, I mean, you know, when it when it's shown that these um, that uh. these murders have may have like a sort of supernatural aspect, you know, some of the characters um, believe, you know, could believe this story that they were murdered by a witch, whereas others are adamant that you know um, that some, one of them is probably causing the murders and that they should all be suspicious of each other. Sure, a couple things so. to realize: um, you will this game is not complete yet. Um, episode eight, for example, is not out yet, and you're going to no, buy, they're, they're you're gonna buy episodes pr- one to four and five to seven in a bundle. But when episode eight comes out, you're going to have to buy that separate. But the bundle will be updated to include episode eight, so you could wait, or you can. Um, yeah, at the moment, I only have um, I only have episodes um, one to four yeah. at the moment because I'm still in the process of reading episode four. Sure, and so. uh, you're going to be charged in yen, but you can pay with credit cards, so. Uh, there you go. Things you need to know. Yeah. No, I... I so you highly recommend I, it? People should check it out then, right? Yep. yep. All right. Go check it out. That's all you did this week? Yeah, pretty Probably much. Because I say, most, most of the time, I was, otherwise, I was spending playing Final Fantasy XI or working on university work. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Roy, do you have anything for us? Yeah, I spent my week... I spent my week with dragons. <laughs> Ooh, which it's dragons? A, a combination of Dragon Age and Dragon Quest VI. I, I got this too. I played a little bit yesterday, like 
what did I get through? Um, Why did no one tell me there was slime curling? Yeah, I found slime curling for one. Ah, it was great because I asked Michael, I'm like, why didn't you tell me there was slime curling? And he was like, oh, I'm really bad at it. And it's like, Psh, you Americans and your crappy sports. So any picks yeah. for your dragon games, Roy? Oh, I'd, I'd say if you haven't got Dragon Quest Six get it. it it's just as charming as any of the old school dragon quest ever were yeah it's a dragon quest um and really awkward you, inventory included <laughs> if you like dragon quest you'll like it yeah that's, dragon quest is dragon quest it doesn't even look that much worse than dragon quest 9 <laughs> that's the thing i noticed um, well, it uses the same engine as the other two remakes it's four and five yeah Um, find it. You know, five is hard to buy right now, right? Is it? Yeah, it's really expensive on Amazon. Um, I wonder if six will have that happen as well. Four, however, is really cheap. Apparently, there were a lot of extra copies of four. <laughs> oh, I, no, I, I bought them both at launch. So the thing that uh, appealed to me—I don't know if it was appealed to you—when I found out that uh, Dragon Quest Six centers around the uh, existence of a phantom world and you jumping back and forth between two worlds and solving a mystery of what's going on, and uh, that was different enough to make me interested in this game because otherwise it was just a Dragon Quest game to me. Dude, I know that's so, so different. So you're like totally going to be all. playing Radiant Historia, aren't you? Yeah, or I know. Zelda. I'm interested in Radiant Historia as well. I will get Radiant History when it comes out next week. That's right. Going to import it? Uh, no, Radiant History is out next week in the U.S. There's but no Roy is not in the U.S. Oh, yeah. But Roy has connections. Roy and, has connections. <laughs> and it releases in North America, Chris, not the U.S. Whatever. I don't know. Does it does it release here in Europe on next week too, or is it waiting till Friday? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Should check. Uh, there's two uh, new releases for next week since I don't want to forget this: Radiant Historia and Ease One and Two Chronicles. Uh, what are people going to be getting? Radiant. <laughs> okay, we got to vote for Radiant. Manny, you going to be picking oh, either shit. of those up? Uh, probably n- no. No. Okay. Anna, no, this is, I'll just be honest. Anna, you getting either of those? Um, To should be arriving next week. Um, that's not what I asked. <laughs> yes, but that would be my answer accurately. So you're not getting Radiant Historia, or I figure you will get Radiant Historia, and I'll just borrow it from you. Oh, okay. I see. Now, I I currently don't have plans to buy Radiant Historia, so. Uh, what? But you should. It's totally a game you'll like. It probably would be, but I don't have time to play it, so I'm not buying it. Uh, Ease one but and two you chronicles. You just completed like four games in the last two weeks. Yep, Clearly, and I got done. a lot more to go. Um, if I keep up that rate of purchase, however, I won't ever do any backlog games. So I need to can't keep buying new games. Uh, Ease one and two chronicles, however, looks very interesting as well, and it comes with a soundtrack. That's almost enough to make me buy it anyway. You guys like running into enemies to kill them? <laughs> no, then I've never been an Ease fan, so I'll skip that one. Ah. Uh, what about the one that I liked is Ark of Nepishtim, So, uh, Ark of oh, so you didn't like Oath and Felgana or E Seven? You didn't play them, did you? Um, I haven't played a ton of either. Yeah. 
Okay. The uh, other thing I would say is Manny. Do you have any picks yep. for us? All right, really quickly. Yeah, I just bought Civ Four, the complete edition, on Steam for like seven fifty. Okay, but I'm just saying that's my pick. That's a good deal. You I bought Civ, Civ Four complete for a dollar, and I still what? played it. Yeah, it was really on sale at one point, and because I have Civ Five, why do I need Civ Four? Because I probably won't be buying Civ Five for a long time. Oh, well, that's a good reason then. Civ Five has a demo, I think. I seem to recall that Civ Five doesn't have multiplayer yet. Uh, what? Civ Five has multiplayer. Like play by email? No, like play online. No, Civ Five has multiplayer. <laughs> it's right there in the main menu when you start the game. Multiplayer. I want to play by email. I don't even know what that means, but okay. I don't. Uh, you've never done play by email? No, I haven't. How would I? This was my first Civ game. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I'm sorry. So in Civ Four, you can actually choose to play by email. And basically what happens is the game actually lets you mail around the file to the various players. Well, that and sounds awkward. to them, mm-hmm. it is their turn. Mm-hmm. And then it tells you who to send it to next. Wow. So, for example, if all of us on the podcast were playing, I would take my first turn. No, I, I, I think we get how it works. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's not hard to work out. But what is uh, a... <laughs> that just sounds like a pain to implement. Yeah, I can see why that wouldn't be in it. That's weird. Can't believe it was a dollar. I'm sorry. I'm so ripped off. <laughs> I'm so ripped off. And I've got the oh. Mac version too now. Oh, I hate you so much. You just ruined my good day. There sorry. you go. That's my avoid. Steam and Civilization 4. Don't <laughs> because buy Because it might be on sale for even less eventually. Well, if it helps, they probably won't do that again. <laughs> But anyway, you should start playing Civ 4, and then we can talk to you again next year when you're done. All right, so what do you say? We play by... We want to play by mail? Play by email? You know, it's funny. I want to play 4, because it seems like a lot of the hardcore Civ fans prefer 4 to oh, 5 anyway. And if you're playing Civ 4, make sure you get a mod. Here go. Make sure you get a mod called Fall from Heaven. It is absolutely fantastic. Do tell more. It changes it. It changes it into like a medieval RPG. It is so good. Hmm. Cool. There's yes. a reason to install Civ Four. That, and you can listen to Baba Yetu, the song that just won a Grammy for being on the best time. debut item, uh, best, best debut album by the composer of that song. Um, though it wasn't recognized because it was in a video game, unfortunately, because you know otherwise it would have won a few years ago. But cool stuff. This is a really good song, and it plays when you in the title screen. So, oh yeah, that is that, that, that title music is really good. Yeah, it's a good song, and I know how to sing it. And you can ponder why. Um, so, make sure you're not being offensive, Chris. You I am sing sure. it at church. That's right, I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm less offended now. I okay. actually did learn how to sing that song. So the. What uh the I'm missing something here. Something doesn't add up. Manny, you didn't actually play anything? Um No. Oh you're fired. Go play something. Oh. <laughs> what did I play? I, wait, wait, I played uh no. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> Just to actually, it's something that everybody should be playing, and we totally missed it. Is there's a new episode of Back to the Future out? Oh, I've been waiting for the announcement email on that. Get I didn't cannon. see it. Yeah, yeah, there was no announcement email, but Get Cannon is indeed out. So go get Sweet. it. Sweet. Go. Play it. Yeah, I have to go play that. That's awesome. Yep. Loving that game. Played the first one a while ago. Um, I had a request Wait. in the chat room to talk Wait. about Tactics Ogre. I picked that up this week as well. I just started playing it this morning. I played it for half an hour, maybe, 40 minutes. Um, I don't know what to tell you other than uh, it looks like Tactics Ogre. It probably did originally. It's got a nice video intro that is actually mostly in-game. <laughs> and uh, the, the text appears nice and crisp on the PSP screen, and it comes up quickly. The story looks nice and deep, like Final Fantasy Tactics, very mature and political. Um I didn't play the original, so this is my first time with the title. There's no like lag and stuff during spell effects that I could see. Everything was moving nice and quickly. No lag, no lag. I did get the tarot cards. Um, Mr. Herbert, who joined the chat room, um, I was showing them off earlier. But uh, the problem with the tarot cards is what am I going to do with them? <laughs> um, frame them and put them on your wall. Frame them and put them on my wall. Yes. So, or you can go to a convention to have Matsuno sign them for you or something. Ooh, that would be cool. And the Order of Knights is called the Order of Duodeshim. So there you go. That's the Order of the Knights in my game. And oh, there you go. Sell them on eBay. Yes, sell my cards on eBay. And that's all I know. I don't know what else to say about it because I'm so early with it. It seems like they explained all the particulars of it, and it's like similar to Final Fantasy Tactics, but different, so it's a new system I get to learn. I'm excited about it, and I'm hoping it's nice and lots of depth and well-balanced, but who knows? It's a tactical game. There's probably some way that I can break it, so we'll find out. And I'm excited to play more, and I love the music. So, that's all. Looking good. So, all you guys yeah, getting that, that be that excited. Music, which I misidentified as Radiant Soul. <laughs> Whoops. Yes. Uh, the uh, and did I mention this on the podcast about the UMD sticker? I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. So that was the weird thing I noticed with that game. Sweet. All right. That's all I got. I think we're done. We done. We out. We done. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to leave us feedback, again, podcast at rpgamer.com. We'd love to get your emails, 608-729-4098 for your phone calls. And uh, listen to us live, rpgamer.com slash live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Saturdays. And join in the fun at rpgamer.com, your best news source for RPGs and uh, sites with a dragon-based logo. That's our claim to fame. And we'd love to hear you there. So please come post on our message boards, participate in the community, or join up when we have hiring calls. And you too can post awesome RPG news for everybody to read and comment on and complain about how the Tales game isn't coming out yet. Because that seems to be the other thing we do at RPG Gamer, right? Yes. Complain a lot complain, and whine? No, complain about Tales games specifically. Oh, all right. Yeah. Why would <laughs> I, I complain, complain about them? I've been buying them. Oh, yeah. You get to import them, mister. I can read Japanese. <laughs> Can I complain that too many of them are coming out? Now yeah. too many of them are coming out? Oh my god. Yeah, I don't like Tales. <laughs> I'm like the one person on staff who does not like the Tales series. If you also oh, don't, don't like, like Tales, oh good. Like Tales either. Everybody, Yay! everybody I write so in. I out in that podcast. 
Everybody write in and uh, answer the discussion question we had this week about uh, what game did you really like but had one bad part about it that you hated. I'd love to get everyone else's impressions on that, too. Oh, I know. World of Warcraft, the part we have to pay every month. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I think we're going to close out, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Till next week. Goodbye. And make sure to download your Pokemons if you haven't yet. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, might be a good plan. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Watch My Little Pony.